May the Force be with us. Welcome to Reaction Core, where we react to and analyze Star Wars past and present. Uh, This week we are talking about the Rogue One sizzle reel and the Rebels Season 3 trailer. So, uh, this is Reaction Core. These are special episodes of Children of the Force. And of course, Children of the Force is a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 7. And we had a busy weekend not at Celebration. It is Sunday right now. Celebration just ended uh, a couple hours ago. And we wanted to get this Reaction Core out before Anna goes off to camp for a week. Are you excited about camp, Anna? Yes. Every 20 minutes, she's been looking at her watch, and she's like, this day hasn't been going long enough. But there's one hour hour until we get to camp. One hour until we're going to go to camp. Until we leave? Yes. Yeah, well, we're going to record this, and then we're going to get ready to go. Yeah. Yes. And then you'll be gone. I'm so excited. You're so excited. But yeah, you'll be gone for a week, uh, which means that when we record our Star Wars Celebration reaction show with Nick from London. And hopefully that's going to come up in a few days. We're going to record that. uh, And then it'll come out a day or two after that. Um, But we wanted to get your reaction, Anna. And, uh, you know, just the three of us reacting to these two big things that happened at Celebration. So, but we've actually watched very little of Celebration. Um, It was live streaming, but it was kind of early. And then we just have other stuff to do. So, but of course we saw the Rogue One sizzle reel. And uh, we just watched it again before recording this. So, pretty awesome. What are your thoughts on the sizzle reel, Anna? Oh, and I just wanted to say, and we watched the, um, we watched the Rebels trailer. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Which was surprising. Yeah, we'll get to it. Mind blown. We're all mind blown. We're all mind blown, yes. Well, we'll get to that. But first, we're going to talk about Rogue One. So, thoughts on the Rogue One sizzle reel before we kind of take a look at it? Kids, what do you think? I'm going to love Jyn Erso. You're going to love Jyn Erso. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this is a real... I mm. love when she hands that food to the kid. The right. bomb to the kid. Liam. Correction. Yeah. Liam. What? It looks like a bomb. It could be a bomb. It looks like it's metal. It, it does looks look like metal. metal. Is that what... Is that yogan fruit? Maybe is that what yogan fruit looks like? I don't know. Yeah, like a real life version of it? I don't know. But it could be a bomb, but the way she hands it to this little kid... I, first of all, I don't think that Jyn Erso would, would hand a bomb yeah. to a little kid. <laughs> that's a little irresponsible. I don't think that's a little kid. I think it's a adult. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Uh, that could be. We I don't think know. Th- it's an adult playing the person, and, and I think it's also an adult. Okay. I think that's an adult. Well, you know, we're going to look at it again, so we'll see. But yeah, I really, I really appreciate stuff like this, like uh, behind-the-scenes things like this because like with the the force awakens behind the scenes reel we really we kind of get to see some of the movie right it shows us a little bit of what the scenes are going to look like but it also gives us a better picture of what to expect without having to be a trailer i mean i love trailers right but trailers are very um they're very specific and they can't just Mm kind of show you whatever they want and um I almost prefer these types of things, actually. Like, I Me feel too. more I like emotional them. when I watch these kind of things, these behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. things, than when I see a trailer. I don't know. And the Force Awakens behind-the-scenes video, I think, connected me to the movie 
Like when I went to go see the movie, I think that behind the scenes video that they showed at Comic-Con last year connected me to the movie more than the trailers did. Yes, Anna? Um, I'm going to just say something about the, uh, something else about the sizzle reel. Mm-hmm. When, when, um, Jane Erso and what's his name? His, like... Cassie and Andor? Yeah, and Cassie and Andor are running. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big explosion and they, like, they, like, get down and stuff. That was yeah. a real explosion. Yeah. And a piece of rock falls on Janerso's shoulder. Yeah, it totally did. It must have hurt. Must have hurt it a prob- lot. It probably did hurt. And granted, I'm sure it wasn't super heavy. Whatever they blew probably. up was probably made out of styrofoam. And yeah. it just looks really heavy, right? Because of the way it's painted. Or maybe not styrofoam, but, you know, light wood. I don't know. It, it may have hurt, though. I mean, it, people it get hurt, hurt on sets. It probably hurt, though. It probably hurt, though. And it, it was her, too, I think. It wasn't a stunt double. It, was, yeah, it looked was, like her that face. That was yeah. definitely her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, really cool. Uh, well, we're going to pick a few of our favorite things out about this Rogue One sizzle reel. We already kind of have, but we're going to go through it. I'm just going to hit play on the muted video. We'll talk as we go, and then we can also hit pause. So, I'm just going to hit play here, and... Uh, Take a look, we see that first shot of the Stormtrooper, which is kind of misleading because this trailer is really explosive. Uh, there's a lot of explosions and stuff in that shot of the Stormtrooper. Oh, so we're letting it run, and I said it was muted, but it's not, which is fine. So there's this shot of this person with these multiple kind of uh, knots in her hair toward the and beginning. Think it at, might be at the uh, mom. What is this at the eight, at the eighteen pass. at the nineteen second mark? You know, it could just be an extra. It could just be someone who's on set, uh, who's part of the you know village that they're in or I something. Don't, we don't maybe know. Maybe not. But it, it kind of makes like a show of her. It yeah. Because like it's just her looking. That's, that's true. You think like, it could be Jin's mom, huh, Liam? Hmm. Well, I think they haven't announced any other actresses. That's actually one of the critiques of this movie is that so far Felicity Jones is really the only female actor that we have in in this movie um you know but I'm sure there will be more extras like this um but hopefully maybe more main characters but it, it doesn't well I guess Mon Mothma right yeah, Mon Mothma. um and that might be it and it's but played by Mon the person who plays Mon Mothma in the fourth no, in yeah, the... Yeah, you said, you said it was. Oh, in the in episode three, she was cast for Mon Mothma, but she wasn't really in the movie. Mm-hmm. No, the, the person who played Mon Mothma in episode six in Return of the Jedi? Yeah. She's a lot older now, so she doesn't play Mon Mothma anymore. Oh. But, but yeah. Um, I thought she did. No. So, so we'll just keep going through here, and... Uh, it's like the fantasy you always have as a kid. Everywhere is an amazing shot, an amazing character. Actually, we're going to back up, and, and Liam... Tell me what your thoughts were when you first saw that second scene in this trailer when we got the people in the trenches and there's big explosions and you, uh... There's one guy behind all of the guys and he's just walking and also I saw, um, uh, not Cassie, is that Cassie and Andor? Cassie and I think Cassie and Andor's there kind of by the, by the top of he the fell. trench. Yeah, he fell and there's an explosion and behind there's... him. A guy with no with no uh, like armory clothes on and stuff. Oh, he just right. regular clothes walking. Yeah, well that's uh, cap on. Right, and that's that's um that's the motion capture person for K two SO. That's uh Alan Tudyk. 
So this is not the final scene in the movie, right? So, so we in know the movie, that. that will be K2SO? Yep. Pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. They'll be able to add him in and use his walk movements. Walk through yep. the battle. <laughs> just like a droid, right? Just, just like walk a droid. right through just the like battle and never get hit. What if we use this explosive droid? Like a war droid, like in Darth Vader. In the comics. In the Vader comics. An explosive droid? Like a droid. I mean, like a droid that can throw bombs and has missiles and has the guns like in Vader. Oh, you're talking about Triple Zero? Yeah, Triple Zero. Is Triple Zero the 3PO one, or is, is that BT-1000? I don't know. I, don't I can't know. remember I their know. names. I don't know. But they're awesome. You checking they're your watch over here, Anna? Yeah. Yeah? Why are you checking your watch? I already <laughs> told you! Because they're excited to go to camp. Well, yes. come on. Let's keep the head. Keep your head in the game, Anna. Okay, okay. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> Wait, um, is that a Solston? I don't think so. Probably not. No, I think those are all human. But but this shot, this shot of them in the trenches is sand flying everywhere and people on their bellies and bodies flying all over the place. It's trench, no bodies trench warfare. Yeah, there is. There's a body flying. Yeah. I'll back it up and show you. There, see that body oh, yeah. flying way up in the sky. Um, all right, well, let's, let's move along here. And... Uh, we see these main characters kind of in slow motion. A lot of, not all of the main characters, but some of them. Yeah. And uh, and I think she's kind of a main character because we maybe. see her in slow motion. It could be, right? Because she's at the end of all these main characters, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good point. And she's in slow motion. Cool Imperial droid, some, some so right uh, here, Mon Calamari who are not red. They're, um, uh, they're, um, gray. They're kind of gray and blue, yeah. Yeah, and I thought it might be like humans. There's sure. white and black. That could be. That and that's could be. Kinda with Mon Calamari. When that's I, what I thought. That could be. When I first saw them, I thought they looked like like the pigment in their skin was kind of drained out of them because they've been imprisoned for so long or something like that. But it could just be like white and that they're, they're a variety they're of colors. They're just a variety of colors of Mon Calamari, yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, we only see red ones, but... Yep, kind of reddish-brownish, yeah. yep. So uh, so here's Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. And he's playing someone who I'm assuming is a uh, motion cap character or someone... He has a mask that he puts on, maybe, right? I, I want to take some note of wait. his straps. Look at the straps. He's yes. got this harness on, right? Let's try to see if an alien that we see later in the trailer I has that same has that same harness because they have not announced who he's playing. But it'd be kind of cool if we could figure it out looking at his costume. I don't think we'll be able then to. Let's do it. Then. Here, let's do it. Why not? I think I know who he It's like yeah, I'll tell you when to pause. So this, weird. so this trooper riding the tank through the town kind of looks like a shore trooper, right? Yeah. But he's white, and those shore troopers had gray armor. I wonder if this is yet another... And, and the helmet actually looks a little bit different if you compare the helmets, which I did, but I'm not going to pull it up now. But if you compare those helmets, they do look a little different. They had some, some shore troopers at Celebration, um, some statues of them, you know, like the costumes, so you could see what they look like. Um... I don't know if this is a shore trooper or not, but it looks really cool. I really love the angles on that helmet. The way that it's like an advanced, uh, advanced 
like the leader of the short troopers or oh, something. Sure. Like Phasma is a stormtrooper, but she has gray armor. Mm, yeah. And maybe it's all the stormtroopers are all the short troopers are gray, but that is white. Sure. Short troopers are kind of brown, tan, right? But this one's white. Yeah, that's a good point. And if you look, I think they have different um colored kind of bands on their arms maybe that signifies their rank this guy has a gray shoulder with a white band but if you see later in the trailer there's uh there's different sh colors of shoulders and bands on the arms so we're gonna hit play here and i'll tell you when to pause when i think you, i see and then the here we got guys. cassian and Jin running away and there's a huge explosion and Ow. And this is actually in a subway in London where they shot this. They announced that at the at the Rogue One trailer or the Rogue One uh, panel. There are some theories that uh, this shot of Director Krennic on the Death Star um, is yeah with Death Troopers on either side uh, that one of the people. One of the Imperials standing on the left-hand side is Tarkin, yeah, which is a kind of a cool theory. What's up, Anna? I know who Warwick Davis plays. Who? Um, you know the guy who, when one of the directors says, go like, kind of like, ah, <laughs> that, that guy, the alien, yeah. who does that? I think he plays him. Maybe. Because I think we could, we could look at him. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. That's I don't know. I think he does. I think we see an image of that, of the actor who plays that character from behind. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I like this where Gareth Edwards talking about, you know, we have to honor the past, but we got to take risks. We got to do new stuff. And it might surprise people, but what's the point of making a movie if you're not going to do something new? Right. You know, I really like that. And it, it, um, I hope there's a balance that has to be struck, right? There has to be some sort of balance. You know, nostalgia, mm -hmm. we got to feel like it actually does take place before A New Hope. We're going to have to feel that way, right? For it mm -hmm. to make sense. But also, we want to see stuff that's new. What's up, Liam? Um, I uh, realized that, like, the, I, I've never seen, like, that's how they make a spaceship. You know, this is not how I think they usually make a spaceship. So we're looking at that spot in the trailer at uh, 117. I think it's just how they shoot the vision from the spaceship. Well, well, no, I mean, that's, okay, so we're at a minute 17 in, we have this huge rig, right, and, and I'm assuming there's people inside there acting, right, and they're acting like they're actually flying over, you know, this beach, and you can see in this, in this shot, there's like explosions going on on the right-hand side, because what they're trying to do, and this is what they did with The Force Awakens, right? In this shot, there's what? Well, you can't see it where I paused it, but if I go forward a little bit, there's an, a little fake explosion and on the side, right? Just like playing in pause. Well, sure, I will, but I'm I'm talking right now, so oh. it's hard for me to do all that at once. Mm -hmm. um, but at the, in the Force Awakens behind the scenes reel, we saw Rey sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, and they're taking footage of her from outside, right? Mm -hmm. And that's because J.J. Abrams she, he he wanted the sunlight shining the way it would. If she was actually flying the Falcon on Jakku, he wanted there to be sun shining through the windows of the Falcon on her face. He didn't want it to be artificial lighting. Also, the way the rig moved, he wanted her to react to those movements, right? Mm -hmm. And not just fake it, not, not just act, right? But actually have it moving so that her movements were real. Like she was actually moving that way to try to stay in her seat. 
which is what makes it look so cool, right? Mm -hmm. So they built this whole ship so that when people are acting, they can look ahead of themselves and feel like they're actually flying over a beach. And what does that do to you when you're acting? Well, it's a lot easier to act like you're afraid, maybe. Or to act like you actually see something down there instead of just pretending like we can pretend the bed is a spaceship and we're looking down at planet Earth and we can stand on top of the bed and point down and say, wow, look at that down there. Yeah. Well, you know, if we were on the moon and pointing at Earth, we'd be acting a lot different, wouldn't we? Yeah. Right. So even though they're actors and their job is to pretend, it's easier to act when you have something to act against, right? When yeah. you have something to see and to react to. So that's why they built this whole thing, just so they can get a good performance out of the actors. Wow. Because they could just green screen it all. They wouldn't have to do any of this. They could. You know, but but they want to get the best performance they can get. And I really, I respect that. It's a lot of work they put into that. Really cool. So I'm going to hit play here and we'll see the explosion on the right-hand side. See? Mm, yeah. You saw it there? Yeah. And then here we got the scenes on the beach and you hear people saying, X-Wings, X-Wings are coming, you know, like just to get the people to try to realize, you know, like, whoa, I got to look up and see, whoa, they're, you know, imagine an X-Wing flying overhead because of course, you know, you can only have so many practical effects, right? They have to <laughs> put right. CGI X-Wings in at some point, but. And then we see Jin and what's she holding there? We don't know for sure. I think it's the Death Star plans. Could be the Death Star plans right there. Could be. I love how it's just in slow motion. I know, you get a lot of time to look at those, whatever she's holding there, huh? Yeah. Liam, you really liked that shot of, uh, of Chirrut, uh, holding that trooper and putting the staff up against his well, neck and his stuff. Head huh? is just a whole his head is <laughs> He must have go almost back. knocked him out. You want to go back again and watch it yet again? No, I don't want to watch. I want to see, what is that? Who's oh, so that's, that's, that's Gareth Edwards. So they're on this track and they're pushing him forward, right? Because he's, he's like trying to see, like, this is how the scene's going to look. He doesn't even have the camera right now, but maybe he will have the camera the next time they do this, right? And he'll, he'll you know, shoot the scene this way, right? So this is not from the movie, but it's, it's showing how they make the movie, how they figure out how all these scenes are going to work, how are they going to shoot them, all that stuff. Mm. Really cool. Um, and then we have more people yelling X-Wings. I just I love it. It's like bang! Whoa. And then these fast series of different alien faces and people in cool costumes. Now I love how I just was like, well, Cheer. he actually is blind, but I'm just going to say blindly just pushes him out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he did it without looking him. because he can't look. But, yeah. So it doesn't make sense. Why would he have to face someone to right. elbow to the face? But, but it's just funny, though. He just, like, elbows him away. He's like... Yep. It's pretty awesome. Uh, and here we do, you know, they use blue screen, you know, look, there's a blue screen back there. That means that blue whatever, screen? That's blue screen. well, behind, behind Felicity Jones, we see a big blue yeah, but screen, is blue screen, like green screen. Yeah. It's the same oh. thing. Same okay. concept. Yeah. They, so they can, it'll be easy to take that blue screen out and put in maybe a city in the background or something, whatever it is, maybe space, who knows, you know? Oh yeah. So here, let me back up. So right after that shot of Felicity Jones, in in the blue screen we see multiple uh two different shore troopers and one of them has like a green shoulder mm -hmm. the other one has a tan shoulder with a white strip mm -hmm. green shoulder with a white so I, i'm assuming that's different ranks they must be like specialized and there's a shore trooper on the ground Dead. also 
with what appears to be a green large, chest. large like grenades or something strapped to his chest. And it looks like he has a green yeah. shoulder too, or her chest, right? Or like, and he or her looks uh-huh. like they have a green shoulder too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really cool design. It's kind of fun to see them in the same shot as the stormtroopers and, and stuff too. It looks like he lost part of his arm. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Looks like it. Oh, I love, I love how by that little um, base mm-hmm. tower thing. Yep, yep. That little like. Okay, go back. That part. Oh, it's him. such a such a very small part. Hold on. So you're talking about the part with Bays? Yeah, with okay, Bays. Okay. Okay. The guy. I you like just like the part. way Bays hits the stormtrooper. Yeah, and yeah. it <laughs> looks like behind there those stairs. Like the big bass or something. Oh, I don't know, maybe. So the actor who plays bass was on stage, and uh, they kind of asked him to say some stuff about his character, and he said, you know, my English isn't that good, because he's from Beijing, and his English is is not, not great. So the way he described him was, he has a gun. A very big gun. <laughs> uh, when you were four years old. I love this part. Star Wars figures. It's a bit like just being that kid again. Sort of like, this, this one, this one, he plays him. So let's see. I'm almost positive. So this, not ha, 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 alien. Yes, he has the straps too. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he had this whole no, thing around his neck red. and stuff. No. It needs to be red, yeah, yeah. And actually, if you look, no, no when, when Gareth Edwards is giving direction to this person, you can see it's actually just a guy in a hoodie. Like a human in a hoodie. See? he does. He's not the same person. Oh. So, assuming that this is who he's talking to, and then we see the scene, the other scene must be either someone else comes in. I don't know. It doesn't look... That person's not in motion capture stuff, oh, yeah. right? So... I want to hear this part. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And then he goes... So toward the end of the tra- of the sizzle reel here, we see we see some uh, some imperial officers fighting with stormtroopers. May the force be with us. Uh, that's my favorite that part, part of the whole train of do. the whole sizzle reel. It's yes. like yeah. may the force be with us. Mm-hmm. Just just, no. just awesome. Just but awesome. it's not may the force be with us. It's may the force be with us. It is. Which I have this whole thing in my head where. Someone says, someone of the crew is talking about, like, what if we run into Vader? He has the Force. And then Jyn Erso is like, yeah, well. And then the other person says, well, what? And then she'll say, well, may the Force be with us. (laughs) I don't know. Like, it seems like it's in response to something, right? Like, but they have the Force. Or what if they have the Force, too? And she's like, well, may the Force be with us. (laughs) I don't know. But uh, but back to the Imperial officers fighting the stormtroopers, I think if we freeze frame that, we can see that those Imperial officers are most likely Jyn Erso and Cassian Andor, the rebel spies that managed to steal plans the to the Death Star as per the Star Wars A New Hope crawl, right? That's what it says in the crawl, in the opening crawl. Pretty cool. Very satisfying and awesome. And I cannot wait for Rogue One. And the crowd got to see a special trailer at the very end of the Rogue One panel. 
I probably could find like a video that someone took on their cell phone of that trailer online, but I'm not going to because we'll see it eventually. And I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it like where it doesn't look that good or it doesn't sound that good. I want to see it for real. And also, I don't really want to see it if if we're not supposed to see it yet. Right. So we thought we were going to see a new Rogue One trailer out of Celebration. That didn't happen. But we got this awesome sizzle reel, which is almost as good, if not better. Right? Yeah. Pretty cool. I super think it's happy. as good. It's as good as a trailer. And I'm super happy that the people at Celebration got to see that trailer, even if we didn't. I can be happy for them. I don't have to be jealous. It's okay. I'm a little jealous, <laughs> but I think it's okay, though. So we're going to we're gonna pause here and watch the... Um, Rebels. The season three trailer of Rebels again, oh and then gosh. we will... Oh and then gosh. we will come back. You can yell Thrawn. Okay, <laughs> and then we'll come back. And, I don't like uh, Ezra's new haircut. Mm. No, well, let's <laughs> let's watch the trailer and uh, and then we'll come back. To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not simply their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. Grand Admiral Thrawn. Carabast. Wow. Okay, so we just watched that again. That, that trailer has so much goodness. So oh, much goodness. It's awesome. It is ridiculous. It's. <laughs> I think it's going to be most about Sabine's past and mm-hmm. Ezra and the dark side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be most about that. And whole... I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, and Thrawn. And Thrawn. So and Thrawn, Thrawn. So it's so funny. So Dave Filoni said in the in the panel in the Rebels panel that you know you couldn't grow up a fan of Star Wars, and he's talking about people his age, right, mm-hmm. and, and my age even, but more maybe a little bit older, but yeah, my age too, um, and not know Thrawn, right. So for you kids, Thrawn is kind of this yeah. mythical being who you've never actually seen before and never really read anything with him in it but you've heard plenty about him mm-hmm. and you understand how important he is to fans yes definitely so and you saw the fans reactions when they showed yes, that so it was like, yeah, people erupted, erupted, and I mean, I did at home. I could not believe it. I could people not believe it. He's like, oh my, oh my, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, <laughs> is this really happening? Oh my gosh, oh yeah. my gosh, oh my gosh, and then he's like, it's Thrawn. And then they showed the red, the blue face, and the red eyes, and I was like, what? Yeah, no, it was, and it was rumored, of course, but you know, that's rumor. Like it was rumored that he was going to be in season three. It but was. It was. It was a rumor. So mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's something. He was. And then not only is he in, so Timothy Zahn is the author, right? Who wrote the the first Thrawn books and has written you know several books with Thrawn in it, in in the books. Um, he is writing a novel that's coming out called Thrawn, and it's actually a prequel to these episodes. So it's going to be about about Thrawn before we see him in Rebels. It's going to be. It's so cool that he, this person who created this huge villain that, you know, I was explaining to you earlier, like for a lot of fans, it's really kind of Vader, the Emperor, and then Thrawn as far as their, you know, top three villains. Some people c- consider him the top villain, the best villain in Star Wars ever. 
And I don't think that they're necessarily wrong to have that opinion. I, I, I think that it's, it's a valid opinion. Um, so it's a big deal that Timothy Zahn, the guy who created him, is I going to get a Laura... second shot, a second shot at, at, uh, at Thrawn, you know, and, and not that he did anything wrong the first time, but now it's, it's this new kind of canon version of Thrawn, which from the looks of it is not that different. I mean, he is exactly what I would expect from Thrawn. Everything that I'm seeing so far, which is really cool. They're hitting all the the right notes with him. What's up, Anna? Um, I forget what I was going to say. I think you were going to say something about Aura Singh. Oh, yes. Aura Singh, I think, is one of the meanest villains I've ever... Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I've I ever said known. that, too. Yeah, yeah she's, she's a baddie. She's I don't think viewer. she's the Emperor level, though. No. But, or so even Vader. Cool. But. No, no, she's worse than Vader. What? No, Anna. Just let we got we maybe I mean I don't know I don't think so because Vader you know killed how many people and he was responsible for the death of how many Jedi including younglings and I I don't think Orasing has that inner I think Vader Almost. wow okay all right I mean like she does we don't see her that much so sure. she's not as good as Vader but. Well, whoever whoever wrote those episodes with Aura singing in the Clone Wars, congratulations because you have permanently scarred my children as far as how <laughs> how evil they think Aura Singh is. But no, I mean it's, it's no, but Aura Singh is she was horrible, she was she was really mean in those episodes, definitely. So one thing that Dave Filoni said is that it's likely you might have not seen the last of Ahsoka Tano. So people, because everyone's asking, you know, people asked at the panel like. You guys haven't seen the panel. I did watch it very late last night because I had to watch it before we did this episode. Um, but we will watch it. We'll have to go back and watch it again because um, it's really interesting, really funny. Uh, but yeah, he's he's dropping pretty heavy hints that Ahsoka is not dead and that we will see her again. Pretty heavy hints. So, uh, And there are char- uh, character design changes, right? We saw, of course, Ezra has the shorter hair. Sabine's hair is different, right? Um Zeb has a different costume, even. Of course, Kanan has the mask, and now he's wearing different clothes, too. Uh, Hera even looks a little bit different. She has the, the rank pins, because now she's Commander Hera, right? Yes, Anna? Okay. I am just going to say this. Mm-hmm. You know when Dave Filoni said there was something about that owl? Yeah. Do you think it was Thrawn? <laughs> no. No, I don't. Why? Did you notice what is painted on Sabine's shoulder now? The what? owl? The owl. The convor, I believe it's called. Whoa. Instead of the wolf? Yep. Then what's up Prob- with that Probably owl? in memory of Ahsoka, right? Because they're all assuming Ahsoka's what's up dead. What's that owl? I don't know. And how, why would they associate that owl with Ahsoka? That's the question. If that's why she painted that? Or maybe it's, it's just because... Like Ahsoka's Anakin spirit or something. Animal spirit? Animal spirit. Or Anakin spirit. Anakin spirit. <laughs> yeah, Anakin spirit. Oh, maybe it's Anakin's spirit? Like, or something. Oh, like, she had a part of Anakin oh. in her or something because... Oh, mm-hmm. well, she had a part of the daughter in her. Remember? Because the daughter from Mortis brought Ahsoka back to life by giving her her life force. So that owl looks a lot like the griffin that the daughter Anakin. is. Right, yeah. That's the theory, that, that there's something connected there. And, and that's and that's how Ahsoka could survive, maybe because she had that that force wielder daughter life force in her. Yeah, because right? we never see Ahsoka die. We don't. We, in fact, we see her walking down 
yeah. into the temple at the end. So I mean, and we never see her die. Right. So I don't know why everyone assumes she died. Well, well I guess she was in a room with Vader. Well, right, died. exactly. And Vader left, and he wouldn't leave her alive. So there is a big question of what happened there, right? Yeah. Um. So they talked about how also they're trying to move their designs of the characters toward a new hope so that they're going to start looking a little bit more like aliens that we see in the new hope as far as what they're wearing. Maybe less colorful is what they said, you know, what Dave Filoni said. So, and uh, Warwick Davis was the, the moderator of this event. So it was Warwick Davis talking to Dave Filoni and Tia Sirkar who played, who plays Sabine and, uh, and uh, Darth Maul actor, voice actor Sam Witwer. So that's really cool. They, in fact, they joked at at the end of that trailer. You see Sabine holding the dark saber, and Maul's and and uh, and Sam Witwer said to Tia Sirkar, "Hey, that's mine. How'd you get that?" <laughs> uh, I, I get that because he's the Darth um, Maul. He's the he voice of Maul. Maul. Yeah, yeah. He did in the Clone Wars too. Yeah. So, uh, but it's actually the Death Watch. <laughs> well, actually, it's a Jedi. Right, exactly. It's an ancient Jedi. Then it goes down to Death Watch. Right. Then it goes down to Darth Maul. Then, then apparently it Sabine goes down to Sabine. Anna. Now I forget what I was gonna say. Oh shoot! Bummer. Oh yes, I now I remember. Okay. okay. When Ezra was like about the holocron, he was like, "It could have some Empire secrets. We should keep it." And then. And then Kano's like, it al- almost already destroyed you. What did he mean by that? That's a good question. And there must be something there, huh? Mm-hmm. Something there that we haven't uh, haven't seen yet, right? Oh, and Maul and Ezra forcing a Jedi hologram and a Sith hologram together. Right. Yes. That was were, weird. I know. That was weird. I know. And Is Ezra Kanan? actually going along? So you guys. Yeah, be- and then Kane came in and said, "Ezra, stop before it destroys you or something." Right. And then and then big explosion. So I'm looking up because I I should have queued these up, um, but I'm looking up these these rebels. There's two clips, two rebels clips that are uh, that were shown in the panel. One of them. And this is the first one I can find, so this is the one that we're going to watch. Can I believe? Okay, let's this see. Is, uh, this is the, a clip of Sabine and Ezra. Say it. I swear that you're a fool. Tell her now! That was the Sabine clip, Sabine and Ezra. Wow. And uh, one thing that I thought was interesting there, uh, Ezra says uh, something about her cousins chasing her chasing them so they mm-hmm. must be house sabine clan you know house ren clan vizsla probably or clan ren house vizsla i always forget um so yeah but they're if you look closely they have the imperial symbol on their shoulders so those are the mandalorians who work for the empire that we heard mm. about in the trailer so pretty cool um there is another clip that we definitely need to watch because it has Darth Maul in it and I cannot find it. Yeah, what's up, bud? I really have to tell you something. Sure. So, in the trailer that we watched, the Star Wars Rebels trailer, Mm -hmm. well, I didn't see the part with, um, the, with Hondo and the little guy that said, I guess, no deal. Right, when right, he right. Explodes. Yeah, that's a clip that they released on the on the Star Wars show last week. 
Oh, can we watch it? You, no, we're not going to watch it again. But yeah, that was a good clip. That was the first time we saw Ezra's short hair, right? Mm-hmm, that um, was a good clip, though. This one, this one isn't as long. This one isn't as long, so we'll just watch this one. Mandalorian ship there that Maul has. Maul. And Maul's walking off the ghost here. Over here, Master oh. Jedi. I love just how. Follow the sound of my voice. He's just rubbing it in that Kanan's blind. That he blinded him. Just follow the sound of my voice. I trust you found the Sith holocron illuminating. I don't see our friends. They will remain my guests until we conclude our business. Oh, so good. I will take you to them now. Escort my apprentice to the command center. Uh, if you attempt to escape, or if the droids are deactivated, your friends will die. Good to know. This way, Master Jedi. Master Jedi. <laughs> Just does not like Kanan at all. And why is Kanan following him at all? Look, they're all captured. Oh no. Truthfully, I was never trying to blind you. Oh no. You were just trying to kill me. Well, at first you don't succeed. Hey, try, try again. I love he's like, if at first you don't succeed, Try, try again. Yeah, yeah. It's good to know that that's a saying they have in the galaxy far, far away, too. That is so good, isn't it? What's, we'll watch to, it. what's gonna happen to Kanan? Can you believe that? I, I mean, wanna watch that again. We'll watch it after later. What's gonna happen to Kanan? What's gonna happen to Kanan? I know, I know, I know. What's gonna happen to Well, okay, so those are the two clips that it's important to know about those, I think, as we're talking about the rest of the trailer. So, Filoni said that, and this is like almost a direct quote here, he said, Maul is searching for a purpose. He is in between. And then this is the, the direct quote is, He'll never truly be good unless he can find a selfless resolution, which is highly doubtful. So, that's Maul. selfless resolution? I don't know. Some sort of ending that isn't all about himself, isn't selfish. I don't know. He's, he's pretty selfish. But then he says Maul wants to make a reflection of himself in Ezra. He wants to pass on his legacy. He wants an apprentice because that's just what he wants. He wants when he's gone, he wants his legacy to be passed on. Someone to to continue what he's doing. But it's selfish, right? Uh -huh. That's still selfish. The only reason he's doing it, it's not for Ezra's good, it's for his good, right? Um I love how he still calls Ezra my apprentice. He's just open with it. He's like, and Ezra doesn't even say, I'm not your apprentice. He doesn't say anything because he's like, whatever, I'm not going to let you get to me, right? But it's it's just the way the Emperor called Luke my my young apprentice, right? Doesn't he say that? <laughs> you know, he, like he calls Luke his young apprentice. You know, he's already just, he's just like, this is what's going to happen. You're going to be my apprentice. You will be mine, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Liam, you said, and that's interesting that you said, so I made a note here that that mall clip, that, that asteroid kind of thing that they were, that base that they were on. So that's, that's from an arc that they were going to have in the Clone Wars and they reused, oh. but Liam, you said it looked like a bone Yeah. and maybe it is a bone of an ancient 
giant space <gasps> beast or something. The space slug. The space slug? A space slug bone? Yeah. Well, I don't know if the space slug would have bones. Slugs yeah, don't usually have bones. Well, the space whale. Space whale. Ooh, there you go. Uh, space whales are not as big. Not that big, you're right. But there was this little clip of something. I forget which one. But it's from Star Wars Rebels with this huge beast. He's humongous. Are you talking about the Bendu? No, not the Bendu. No. It's in space. In space. I forget. Or that might be in the Clone Wars. Oh, it might be. I don't know. So... Thing. That's cool though, because it doesn't look like a natural asteroid, right? But it does kind of look like it's made out of rock, but maybe kind of looks like a rib bone or something, right? Yeah, interesting. So we heard the voice of the new fulcrum in this. In this, uh, he did. Yeah. The new fulcrum. Right. So, and I let me see if I can find it. So it's the, it's basically the the person who says that there's there's Tie Fighter pilots who are going to who want to defect and join the rebels, right? So this this voice is talking about. Be key to building a strike fleet. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Secrets in that thing almost destroyed you. Right, right here. There are Imperial cadets at the Sky Striker Academy who wish to defect to the rebels. So there are Imperial cadets at the Sky Striker Academy who wish to defect to the rebels. And Wedge is one of them, apparently, right? Mm -hmm. But that voice and that symbol, that's the symbol of Fulcrum now, apparently, because that's kind of Ahsoka's symbol, isn't it, right? Mm -hmm. That's what Ahsoka's... That's the with the, the lines and the kind of the diamond on both the side of the lines, and the lines make a diamond in the middle. Um, some people took that voice already, and they pitched it down. and Or no, they pitched it up, and they said that it sounds a lot like... Who do you think? Wedge. No, who would be Fulcrum? Wedge wouldn't be Fulcrum because he's one of the people who, um, who this Fulcrum is talking about. Well, Wedge could be Fulcrum, I guess, but I he's don't not. Callus. Callus. <gasps> it could be Callus. It could. So. Um, that is Callus. That sounds a lot like Callus. When I first saw this trailer, I did not realize that this was the voice of the new fulcrum i didn't realize there was a new fulcrum so my thought was because in aftermath wedge uh thinks about like there's a, a part in the book where he's thinking about one of the missions that he went on when he first became a rebel and his his friend who went by the name of fulcrum sent him on this mission and at the time when i read that i was like oh awesome wedge knew ahsoka right but no, I guess not. Wedge knew whoever this person is, who is the new Fulgrim. Because, of course, Ahsoka's not in contact with anybody now. Right. She's doing some mystical stuff, probably, underneath that Sith temple. I don't know. So I think that's really cool. And, of course, we see Wedge, and that, that got cheers from you kids when you saw that. We were all pretty happy about that. It took, um, me, it took me, like, a minute to, like, a few seconds to, like, Get it in my brain. I was like, mm -hmm. hey, this is Wedge. And I was like, hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, Wedge. <laughs> like, wait, that's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, like, oh my gosh, that's a big deal. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, when I first heard Wedge. I, was, I mean, I heard it. I knew it was like, Wedge, but then. It was, um, was like, yeah. it was like, you can call me Wedge. And I'm like, ah. Right. Whoa, whoa, go back. What are those little 
alien beasts. Oh, behind Thrawn? Yes. So those, so that's a part of the original Thrawn trilogy books that will not be part of Rebels. But they put those beasts in there as like a tribute, right, to the to the old books. And they're called, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, and nobody never knows if they're pronouncing it right, Isilmari. And they're these lizards that create an anti-force bubble. So if you are close to the lizard and you can use the force, you can't use the force. Right? So Thrawn would wear these lizard a lizard around his neck. So that um, this force user who was evil, called Sabaoth, um, so that that Sabaoth could not affect Thrawn, and Thrawn basically like would make Sabaoth do things, um, and he would take away the Isilmari from Sabaoth so that he can use the force. But once he was done, then he'd put them really close to him again. But Sabaoth himself was a dark force user. He was actually the evil clone of. A Jedi, anyway. It's all legends now, but they put the Isilmari in kind of in an art piece in his office just to, yeah, as a tribute I wanna, I to just the original see that again. story. Now that yeah. I know what it is, I want to see that again. Okay, well, we'll see. What's that? What's that? I need to see something. Look at the ghost. What's the ghost, under the ghost? The ghost has a ship docked to it, and actually earlier in this trailer, and I'm trying to find the thing so I don't have to watch the whole trailer again, but it's actually the Outrider, or it's a ship that is based on Dash Rendar's ship. Dash Rendar is a character in Shadows of the Empire, which is Legends now. But the ship is a really cool ship, and it was designed by Amy Beth Christensen, who is... Um, here it is. Here's the, here's the Outrider. Amy Beth Christensen is the, uh, a concept artist on Rebels now. Like, Liam, you have a painting done by Amy Beth Christensen in your bedroom. The painting of the rebel crew with the with the falcon behind it, that's her painting. So she designed this ship called the Outrider for a character named Dash Rendar, way back in the '90s, even before the special editions came out. Um, and it was this big thing called Shadows of the Empire. It was a book. It was a video game. It was a comic series. It had a a, a soundtrack to it, even though there was no movie. It was a movie without a movie, basically, right? Um, so. Uh-huh. So the ship is, they're, they're using the same design of the ship, but they did say that Dash Randar is not the person flying that ship. It's going to be a new character. Yay! A character who I believe we do see from behind you know, later on in this trailer, um, but we don't know who it is. So, so later, on, later on in this trailer, I think we see this ship docked to the underside of the ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'll just put it on mute and play the trailer as we... Uh, as we talk more about about this. So we're just kind of playing the trailer out of the background. Hi, Al here. Sorry about that choppy audio. Uh, we only lost about a minute for some reason of audio, uh, but um, I'm not gonna make you listen to that. So I cut it out. And basically all we talked about was that it's a nice thing that uh, Timothy Zahn approves of this Thrawn in Rebels. And how I felt that it was important that they did get his approval. Although it, I think they got it after the fact, after they made these episodes. But it's no surprise that they, you know, they made a Thrawn worthy of Zahn. Uh, so, so yeah, I just felt like that was important. And then also, um, in this trailer, we see Imperial Droids, which we talked about how that was kind of odd. 
that we see this new design of droids and it has you know they have the imperial symbol on their shoulders and everything and uh just kind of weird because the empire has never really used droids for battle and these were obviously you know droids intended to battle so uh, speaking of battling droids we also see a battalion of battle droids in this trailer which is uh kind of a blast from the past and really curious where those came from uh it's not the first time that we've seen battle droids post episode three because in the comics we see uh darth vader with the help of uh dr afra amassing a whole battalion of clone uh, not clone, not clones uh, battalion of battle droids uh, for himself for his own personal army so kind of cool that they're doing something like that in rebels too uh, but anyway that's about all that uh, the audio was chopping out on so then anna looked at her watch and she said three minutes all right so then later in the trailer we see bendu who is that giant force user Oh, he says, there's the light in the dark, I'm in the middle. I am in the middle. And Dave Filoni says that he represents the middle way of the Force. He's not dark, he's not light, he's something else. He's a force of nature. I cannot wait. I, it's a new thing. Although, of course, Ben Du was something that George Lucas had in his very original script for the very first Star Wars. The Jedi Ben Du, right? It was something that was in there. So that it word... Was called the Jedi. That's true. The word the word is not new, but I think the way that they're kind of exploring that concept of the Bendu is is new. Um, someone in the audience at this panel asked, "Who is the voice in the holocron that talks to Ezra?" Okay, did you guys catch that? This yeah, in, in the trailer, it's the same voice from Malachor. The voice of the temple. I always considered it the voice of the temple in Malachor, on Malachor, right? When the temple talks to Ezra. But I was wrong. It's actually the voice of that holocron. So when Ezra takes the holocron, the holocron still talks to him. And it's in the voice of Asajj Ventress. It's the same. It's Nika Futterman. That's the voice actor. Okay? She is the voice of the holocron. This person asked Dave Filoni, this kid, this 12-year-old kid... At celebration, said, "Who is the voice from the holocron?" And Dave Filoni's like, "What? That's a kid. Kids always ask the best questions." He said. And uh, what do you think, guys? Is he right? Yes. Yep. Totally. Um, so but we're the ones who don't know that much. We're no. the ones who always ask more questions. Well, but I think so. We are better at asking questions sure. because we ask more questions. I think that you're curious in 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 the right way too. You're always kind of looking at the big picture and stuff like that. Um, so Dave Filoni had an answer. He said that he knows who the voice in the holocron is, but he will not tell us. So that's just vintage Dave Filoni there. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's still a lot to talk about. And, uh, Anna, you know, we're probably going to record this week without you. And I'm sorry about that, but you're going to have a lot of fun at camp. I will. And, uh, you know, we'll be talking about other stuff too. Uh, but we'll be hearing from Nick soon. And yeah, we're just gonna, you know, can't wait for Rebel Season 3, can't wait for Rogue... Which one are you guys most excited for after seeing these? Rebel Season 3 or Rogue One? Mm, season 3. Season 3 of Rebels, Liam? Mm-hmm. Anna? I think Season 3 of Rebels, just a tiny bit more. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, same with me. Because if I really knew Thrawn, I would like that. I would be that much more excited for that. Mm-hmm. But since I don't really know Thrawn, then what about you, just Daddy? a little more. What about me? That's a hard question. I don't want to answer that. Daddy. <laughs> I would have to say Rogue One, but I'm also very excited for Rebel Season 3. I think that um, if you were to ask me, would I be more excited for a Rebel Season 3 trailer or a Rogue One trailer? I probably would have said a Rebel Season 3 trailer. But now that I kind of know sort of what's going to be in Rebel Season 3, I feel like I kind of already know it a little bit, right? But with Rogue One, it's still kind of unknown. You know, it's still like, whoa, what's this going to be like? You know, I already know what Rebels is like. I know what the shows are like, what they feel like when I watch them and stuff. But Rogue One is going to be this brand new type of Star Wars movie. And I just, you know, really excited for both of them. I think I... I, I screamed more when I watched the Rebels Season 3 trailer. I was I was more amazed and surprised than I was when I saw the Rogue One sizzle reel. So if I had to rank those two, I would say the Season one season 3 trailer easily. But Rogue okay. One, Rogue One's going to be pretty awesome. Anna, you cannot stop looking at your clock because it is time for us to bring you to camp. So we're going to sign off. Uh... You know what? I'm just going to say go to childrenoftheforce.com and uh, from there you can find all the other ways you can follow us. Uh, and a uh, little, little uh, tease for next episode. Of course, we're going to have Nick from London on talking about his experience at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, also, we will be announcing our Patreon which is going to just be a way for people to support us for just a little bit of money if they want to, just to help us pay for web hosting and uh, all of that boring behind-the-scenes stuff that nobody wants to hear about, so I'm going to stop talking about it. All right, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Mana. I'm Liam. And may, may the, the Force be with you. you. May the Force be with us.